John, it was on the 24th of January in 1972. Some farmers on Guam discovered Soichi Yokoi, a Japanese sergeant who fought in World War II, and he was still hiding in the jungle. No. 26 years after the official end of the war. Wait, where was he again? He was on, on the island of Guam. And Guam, a 200-square-mile island in the Western Pacific, uh, the Japanese had captured it in 1944. After three years of Japanese occupation, U.S. forces retook Guam. And at that time, Yokoi, left behind by his retreating Japanese forces, went into hiding rather than surrender. For 26 years? He lived in the jungles of Guam and survived on carved, he carved survival tools and lived for the next three decades. What is he, hunting pigs? Waiting for the Japanese to return with his next orders. He was discovered in 1972, discharged and sent home to Japan, where he was hailed a national hero. Was he really? Yes, that's what it says. That's crazy. Crazy story. (laughs) 26 years he didn't didn't, know the war was over. So he didn't talk? He he probably didn't? He probably avoided all human contact? all human contact for 26 years. Didn't go by a paper box at all? Uh, (laughs) He'd see that the war was over. For most of the 28 years. This Lance Corporal in the Japanese Army of World War II was hiding in the jungles of Guam. He firmly believed his former comrades would one day return for him. Because they came, they took over Guam in 1944, and then the U.S. took it back like three years later, and the Japanese took off. And this guy said, I ain't going nowhere or something. Okay. I'm holding my ground. So he was discovered by local hunters on January 24th, 1972, and at that point, he is 57 years old. Uh, his nephew said he really panicked. He was startled by the sight of other humans after so many years on his own. He tried to grab one of the hunter's rifles, but weakened by years of poor diet, he was no match for the men, for the hunters. He feared they would take him as a prisoner of war. That would have been the greatest shame for a Japanese soldier and his for, for his family back home. As they led him away through the jungle's tall foxtail grass, he cried for them to kill him there and then. Yeah, I guess they like death before dishonor kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but they're like, dude, you don't understand. The war is over. We're cool now. I don't believe you. <laughs> Trust me. Have you seen any warplanes fly over in the last... Well, I don't know. It's Guam, so there maybe there are some, like, military planes taking off and landing and stuff, you know, because it's a an air base or what have you. He probably said, okay, it's still going on. There goes those planes again. Uh, they say he ate venomous toads, river eels, and rats. For he, 28 years. He made a trap from wild reeds for catching eels. He also dug himself an underground shelter supported by strong bamboo canes. Uh, He was described as an extremely resourceful man. Yeah. Apparently. I guess so. (laughs) Two weeks after he was discovered in that jungle, he did return home to Japan. As you said, as a hero to a hero's welcome. He got married and then went on his honeymoon on Guam. He went to when he found his sweetheart. Turned around, got married, and went back to Guam. Before his death in 1997, yeah, he died in 1997. He did go back to Guam on several occasions with his wife. I got a little place I keep over there. It's underground. (laughs) It's free, though. It's free. (laughs) Some of his prized possessions from those years in the jungle, including his eel traps, 
are still on there's uh, like on a museum in a museum on the yeah. island. That's crazy. Wow. I don't know. What did you go the longest time without knowing? Well, Brad, that he had to have gone twenty some odd years without talking without to someone. Anybody? I mean, I'm sure he saw people. Maybe, but no. but he he wouldn't approach them. He was afraid to approach them. But he had to have gone all those years without talking to anybody. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. Twenty some odd years. What well, then? Then he's. Yeah, no doubt he's the one in the marriage who's doing all the talking because he, he didn't talk for 20-some-odd years. I can't imagine the, and And the life advancements that probably took place between 1940-whatever that he and the 1972. Early 70s? <laughs> he was like, what are you talking about? Well, just the clothes, man, yeah. the miniskirts. He yeah. gets back to, uh-huh. and everybody, yes. yes, that's one of the first things. Wow. I missed out on 26 years of miniskirts. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it was like skirts went to the ankle like in the mid-40s, I think. <laughs> Bikinis? Yeah. What? Bikini. <laughs> Color TV. TV. Yeah, TV. Man, what do you mean? You mean this was on the news every day and I didn't know about it? <laughs> wow. All right. That's a uh, that's a pretty good stretch there, yeah. pretty good stretch. Not talking isolation. Yeah, I mean that guy had he had he lived to uh, had he lived to the pandemic that'd have been nothing for him. Ha. Yeah, he's 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 cool with keeping it at home. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I just caught the tail end of your little Japanese soldier story. Maybe you talked about this earlier, but the number of people in the decades following is staggering. Japanese uh, soldiers uh, surrendering. The last guy was like in 75, and he demanded his CO, who is now like a shoe salesman, come back to the beach in the Philippines (laughs) and uh, just him on the beach. Like the the numbers of soldiers are staggering. Really? (laughs) 70, so you think 75 was the, the 75 you think was the latest one though, huh? Don't quote me on 75, but he's easily, look, the guy's the guy's a national hero. Wow. At home, he's a, yes. a best-selling author and whatnot. All right, Philippines. Like, like, tons of guys. Philippines. Tons of the guys. In the, tons of guys in the fifties. You know, every decade less, obviously. Right. Sixties. Uh, and uh, Dan uh, Carlin's hardcore history has a has a huge um, podcast, thirty-six hour podcast on the Japanese in, in uh, Second World War, uh-huh. and he starts off talking about that guy, just saying how fanatical they were. Yeah. The, uh, All right. Yeah, well, so that, that guy may be the record holder there. Hey, thanks. Hey, I love you up here in Vancouver. Thanks, Thank dude. you. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, here's the here's the dude. Here's the dude. 197. This guy was 1974 in the jungles of the uh, Philippine jungle. Had no idea the war ended. Yeah, the last Japanese soldier to come out of hiding and surrender almost 30 years after the Second World War. He uh, died in, I don't know what date this story is. Anyways, uh, yeah, he spent uh, three decades in the jungle, initially with three comrades, and then finally alone. He was the last man standing. Refusing to believe that the war had ended with Japan's defeat in August of 1945. He drew on his his training in guerrilla warfare. That's how he survived for 30 years out there. Yes. Probably battling 
tigers and all kinds of oh, stuff. Dude. Not just like he battled everything unnecessarily for thirty, 30 years. years.